Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dads, Beards, Nerds Prime podcast, episode 33, Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard and the other, not so much. My name's Anthony. And I'm George. And I'm Tommy. Hey, we're here talking to you today about nerd shit. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything. (laughs) I'm like, wait, one plus one plus one is three. Holy shit. It's... We've grown. Anyways, more news on that will will be to come during our anniversary episode that is going to air. Our one-year anniversary episode that's going to air. I want to say it's July 11th. Because our official one-year anniversary is July 8th. But Monday nights, we do not podcast. So uh, July 11th, we will be doing that. We will have some awesome news for all of you. Because we're fucking adults. And it will actually be a uh, we'll be live streaming that episode as well via twitch.tv slash dadsbeardsnerds with all of us on video so you can come watch it and then I'm guessing we're gonna hang out for a bit as well, probably make it like a two, three hour thing. Maybe? That sound good? Yeah, let's party. Sounds good to me. Let's let's Perfect. do this like it's nineteen ninety five. All right. Let's hop into housekeeping. First and foremost, mm-hmm. we're coming to TwitchCon guys. And I don't know if you remember us announcing that, but we're coming to TwitchCon. We've got everything set. Everything's good to go. Your boys and dads, beards, nerds will be at TwitchCon 2019 in sunny San Diego. We're going to be roaming the streets, roaming the convention center at all the parties. We're going to be at our Airbnb podcasting. So this is an open invitation to anyone who would like to podcast with us on one of those nights. Let us know. And we, you know, we'll see if we can work you in. We plan on banking episodes on, on, on that day, or maybe they'll just be TwitchCon special episodes. But either way, contact us at uh, any of our social medias. That's Dad's Beards Nerds on Twitter, Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast on Instagram, all that jazz. Let us know if you'd like to be over there, and let's get in touch. Next up, if you enjoyed the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. If you'd like to support the podcast or the listing, please. Check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. You can cancel it at any time. Next up, once again, find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you can find that link in our Twitter bio and in the show notes for every show that we produce. Last but not least, find us at Twitch.tv slash dadsbeardsnerds. Like I said, we'll be doing that anniversary episode there. Last up, find George. I just said last up like three times. Find George <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> at ghioco, G-H-I-O-C-O. You can find me, Anthony, on Twitter and, and Instagram at dadbodplays. And you can find Tommy Boy there on Twitter and I think Instagram at nightwing593. Uh, Instagram is nightwing5930. Okay, Instagram 5959... Instagram is Nightwing5930. Twitter is Nightwing593. Yep. Got it, baby. Next up, June. For our our June game of the month, uh, we're going to be giving away Disgaea PC. If you don't know what Disgaea is, it's an amazing uh, tactics-based RPG series by Nice. And it's insane. It's awesome. It's fun. The first two games, I think, have some of the most replay value i've ever played in the game ever 
it's just the game mechanics it's a solid game so we'll be giving that away we'll be doing that drawing not for this sunday but not for why don't sunday. we do it on the one year anniversary no we got to do it for june well we, we can oh we yeah that's away. right well there's a plan to give away games on the one year anniversary as well i got a whole like six okay. six to eight games plan but we'll be uh, announcing that on sunday the 30th uh our winner for that so stay forward to that yeah and come on now. by our discord so you can get in on that drawing now after all of that what are we playing george start off with you george if you had for first off george have you had any time to play games between <laughs> putting out fires at work yeah literal fires um yeah that was fun <laughs> does that count as a game you could almost think of it as one because everybody was just frozen in fear and i was the only one that did anything about it but not to sound like you know bad. what they call george you know what they call that hmm. they call that big dick energy <laughs> Well, I'm glad I had it today because the goddamn building would have burned down. And but you anyway. exude it. You exude it. <laughs> um, I have had a teeny tiny bit of time to play, um, and I have been playing their Billions, the campaign. Oh, yeah, because it's version 1.0. Yes, exactly. Uh, I was really looking forward to it, but fuck, it's terrible. Um... <laughs> no! Yeah, George, it's... before you continue, I just want to say, who, who, who makes We Are Billions? Or They Are Billions? Uh... Oh shit! I'm blanking on the name. Hold on. Okay, find it. Search. Uh, killing time. Why George finds I should, out I should know this. It's Numation Games. New who? Numation Games, I think. Hey, Numation Games, how about you fucking give us a sponsorship? You've gotten so much free advertising from us. <laughs> Why don't you uh kick us down a PC code or two, please? Yeah, Numation Games. You don't. You so, don't have so, to. okay, like I get that the campaign. <laughs> is really structured for brand new players to the series and i get it but it's just very tedious and the story that i was hoping to get is just kind of littered around in newspaper articles so it's just not really it's not really scratching the itch i was looking for however they did add a lot more stuff to the, the core of the game the survival mode and there's new buildings and stuff to play with and i was getting into that a little bit tonight uh, before my kids started raising hell because my wife gave them a cookie. So, yeah, um, sugar high. So, with, I mean, it, it's an RTS, right? It's, an, it's a real-time yeah. strategy with uh, actual city building because it's kind of like a mix between RTS, a city builder, and uh, a, a tower defense, right? Yeah, except it's, you know, instead of having enemy units on the map, you're dealing with basically zombie hordes. Okay, so, so here's where I'm going with this. Rise of Nations... One of my all-time favorite games is another real-time strategy. And I feel that storylines and story modes in real-time strategies, they just don't work. See, because I, I, I disagree because I, I, really, I really enjoyed, like, StarCraft. WarCraft's pretty decent, too, um, although not the best. But th th there's ways to do decent storytelling, and I just kind of feel like it's, it's there, but it's not... Yeah. Uh, it, it, I don't want to say it's lazy because I'm not a game dev by any means, but it just does, it feels like they made a mediocre soup and didn't put enough salt in. I don't know. Would you say rushed? No, because they took forever. Okay. I mean, there's no part of it that's like broken per se. It's just well, like okay, it, not, like, not rushed, but would you say someone was like, just make the fucking campaign so we get this to 1.0 because they're seeing data on what everyone's doing. And they're probably seeing, okay, we're seeing people more uh, well, interested it, in the creator side of it and playing those creative games. Well, and they got, uh, got kind of smashed on Steam 
um, with their reviews over the past couple days. So um, I feel like not not like Super Smash. It's it, there's just a lot of Super Smash long, longtime players that like myself that aren't really happy with the campaign at all. Like, and uh, there is a difficulty uh, gauge to it for the campaign, so you can't turn it up and down. But for instance, like there was this one. There's this one map where the zombies are literally coming from every direction. There's not really any like terrain to utilize to against them. It's it's like this really big open map, and all there are scattered trees. And it's just like, how the hell do I? And you you have to defend yourself against like twelve hundred undead, and you have limited resources based on how you scored in the past uh, levels that you did. So if you mm-hmm. didn't really score high enough, well, then you're not going to even get past this certain like point. And it's just kind of like the, the lack of story, these these missions that are – they're basically like what, having to do the final wave without waiting 100 or so days like in the normal mode. Like you just insta-build your defenses and then start the level, and then the final horde rushes you. So it's kind of like a cut-down version of – the core survival mode where that final climatic battle just takes place and i get it that's what a lot of people like but for me half that is the build-up to it and the preparations and the planning and the, and and all that that comes with it so it, it it's just my perspective and i can go on and on I'm, I'm gonna review it so well i look forward to your review my sweet saucy baby boy so just we are billions definitely be listening or they are billions yeah. one day i'll get my fucking name right yeah, they are billions <laughs> by Numation Games. And like I said, it's a it's a great game. The survival game mode is awesome. Um, I just I, I'm a little underwhelmed with the campaign. So it is what it is. But hopefully, you know that'll change. You never know. They've already patched it twice since they came out with 1.0. So they, they're definitely right. receptive to the feedback. They they post to the forums. They're you know so we'll see. They had a very small test group for the beta. So. Here's hoping with larger feedback bases too, we'll get more, like you said, more data in there. Yeah, that's it. There's always so, room to grow. That's all you want to talk about. Yeah, that's all you want to talk about, baby boy. Or baby boy. Pretty much it for me. I love you. Unless you guys want to hear all my bullshit work stories from all week, but nobody wants to hear all that. I just want to coddle you on my chest, run my fingers through your hair. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Okay, Tommy, what are you playing? Get on, get over here on Daddy's lap and let me run my finger through your hair. <sighs> uh, I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2, as always. Yeah. And by the time this posts, I'll be playing Crash Team Racing. Ooh, you know what, Tommy? Topic number two. I've got topic number two because we, we need a, a Destiny nerd like you to explain it. Sounds good. Okay, go on. Sorry. Uh, but other than that, just a lot of destiny been getting the grind uh to get all three of my characters to the max level Mm -hmm. it it never ends (laughs) it never it does never end trust me i've been playing the division two and uh the gear loot what is it the the circle circle of yeah circle of life in those games yeah it never ends (laughs) it never ends but i think where destiny has uh division beat and it's the only thing I think Destiny has division beat. Uh, Destiny's PvP is mm-hmm. a lot more fun because it's just like Halo, the original Halo when they had it, where it's it feels really nice and seamless. Or as with Division 2's PvP, and I'm not talking Dark Zone, they actually have a game mode where it's like teams. 
like one team yeah. versus another team. Um, it's just not that fun, especially if you're like I would say I'm a mid-tier destiny or uh, division player. Uh, there are guys who just wreck shop in those, and I'm very much mid-tier. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, Destiny's kind of the same way. If you go into the competitive mode, it's very much like you you can tell who plays a bunch of it and who's just there to try to get the weapon or whatever the drop is. Just I'm very much in that level. Like, like I don't do a whole lot of the PvP, although that's exactly what I'm playing right now because Iron Banner is out, and I want that gear. <laughs> but, yeah, it's very much, like, you've got the Elite, you've got the Mid-Tier, and then you've got everybody else. You got Tommy with their big dick swinging. Not in comp. <laughs> Maybe in <laughs> PvE. But not in comp. All right, I have been playing "Don't Start with Friends" with my buddy Jake, uh, who lives in San Jose, and it's fun. It's 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 just more "Don't Starve." "Don't Starve" isn't a bad game. I don't think it's a good game. I don't think it's a bad game. It's one of those games kind of in the middle. Like you got to be in the mood for that type of game. But what I can say, I, I absolutely adore "Don't Starve." So you okay, shut listen, your fucking mouth. Like I said, it's not a bad game. I'm not saying it's a bad game. But I have to be in a certain mood or playing that game with friends in order to like kind of want to play it. Uh, I, just let me put it this way. When people go, oh, well, what's Don't Starve? I say, imagine if Tim Burton made a video game starring Johnny Depp. That's Don't Starve. I, I always say it's a creepy mix of Animal Crossing meets Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas art style and some really really deep dark magic so it does have those deep tim burton vibes yeah it's, it's and good. animal crossing i never noticed that but you're right yeah i know that the whole like searching for things and using those things to do other things like it's it's got that vibe to it too like there's there's a survival element to the game um and then it, the combat in it sucks ball so it's yeah it's well it, it's the combat is not the primary focus of the game but I know, it just could be a little more seamless, but uh, also, obviously, more Final Fantasy Tactics, War of the Lions, uh, during slower work nights, it is a lifesaver. Also, it's a great game to play while you poop. Yeah. If no, that, if I'm that, being, if, that is actually true. If I'm being honest, it's a great game to play while you poop. Uh, that's Mario I, Kart from... That's, <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. obviously, still playing more of that. Loving the grind. I hopped into Division 2 today for the first time in like a week and a half. Uh, they they added a new specialization and all that, so I'm looking forward tonight to playing more of that. But that's it. I, I haven't... I don't feel like I really did that much gaming this week. Just working and being a dad in adult life, you know? All that yeah. all that good, good jazz. All, all that goo-goo. Yeah, I think I only got like maybe two hours in this week, three hours. Oh, just, man. Just, yeah, just I've had way too much time to play games since I sprained my ankle last week. I've barely gotten out of bed. And my controller has been like right beside me. You lucky <laughs> mofo. You lucky mofo. <clears throat> you say that until you struggle to walk to go piss. That's true. That's true. Uh, a really long time ago, when I hurt my back, I pulled I, I like pulled my sciatic or whatever. Uh, I remember pooping was. I really thought you were gonna say you pulled your sack. No, 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 no. That would that would. Indefinitely kill me. <laughs> um, but no, pooping was like a fucking pooping was the worst. 
pooping was the worst. That was the worst pain I ever, I ever felt pooping. Usually pooping feels good unless you ate a lot of hot food and then it hurts, burns a little bit, really cleans your colon if you know what I'm saying. And now for any of the viewers left after that awesome <laughs> perfect segue of hot food. Yeah, perfect segue of hot food. I watched I... the newest episode of Hot Ones today Ooh, with Walter that... Plaza. Yes. It's amazing. Check out Hot Ones at from First Week Feast. Yeah. It's an amazing show. I love that show. Okay. Let's take a break. <laughs> Wait, you're not actually, actually going to get an anchor ad. We found out that the ads we have been uh, saying are on all of our episodes are actually, in fact, not on any of the episodes. <laughs> so just, I just, say, just what we thought we had this shit all figured out, Anchor. I, I want to say that's like a, a week's worth, maybe two weeks worth of content where like, now enjoy the sweet and saucy ad from Anchor. And it just goes to the next story on news or just goes to like the topics for this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's hop in. So instead of an ad, we're going to be posting our own ad for ads and people to come get an ad with us. Adception, some might call it. So let's do that, George. Sound good? Good. Be right back, everyone. Hi, everyone. Anthony from Dad's Beards Nerds here. You ever wanted to have your ad read on Anchor's number one nerdy slash gaming conversational podcast and daily news podcast? Well, now's your chance. Check it out. Sponsorships cost 100 for a week or 200 for three weeks. Your ad will be read over our week's worth of content, which includes DBN News, any reviews we might do, and our DBN Prime podcast. All ads are to be paid via our DBN PayPal. And if you are interested in this awesome, awesome deal, you can contact us at dadsbeardsnerds at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. We are back. Me, George, and Tommy. Now, first topic. Uh, EA was at a, uh, a, a, a parliament committee meeting. EA's Carrie Hopkins uh, made some comments while she was being interviewed uh, by the UK Parliament's Digital Culture, Media, and Sport Committee. And we got the most amazing, amazing new uh, word or term for loot boxes surprise mechanics <laughs> so listen i think this is smart and i want to play devil's not play devil's advocate but i think that this is going to be something good if you pay attention to a lot of court cases where someone's obviously guilty um some of those people will get off <laughs> because their their defense is able to utilize keywords and they have a really good th thesaurus. <laughs> so this whole loot box, like this whole loot boxes gambling is affecting all of gaming. And everyone's already being hit. The Netherlands and some other areas there have already banned loot boxes. Um, that was a while ago that we all heard about. Bethesda having to fix their stuff in Overwatch. Take out loot boxes altogether. Bethesda? So, was it? No, I'm sorry. Uh... Yeah, no, Blizzard. Blizzard. Wow, Blizzard, Blizzard you nerd. Uh, oh, my Atlantis. <laughs> Listen, if it ain't Risk of Rain or Division 2, I don't give a... I'm just playing. I give a fuck. So, basically, EA went to go talk to Parliament, which, I'm not going to lie, EA probably shouldn't be the one spearheading this fight. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but, they came prepared. Uh, Carrie Hopkins, we got surprise mechanics instead of loot boxes. But here's the deal. 
this whole loot box is gambling thing is the most fucking ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life because if this is the case, then they need to fucking ban Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, and any other trading card game that is being sold in mass quantities. Because that's you a loot take box. My Yu-Gi-Oh away. It's a loot I box. Riot. So Kerry Hopkins or any, did compare or any other sorry, blind pack toy. I mean, or, oh um, yeah, yeah. Well, look at Ryan's toy review. He's got his own toy line of surprise toys. Then you have Kinder Eggs, which is a, which is what Kerry Hopkins kind of uh, compared loot boxes to. The only I don't think compared. that's I don't think that's fair though because no child is. Hold on, oh my god, I got to sneeze. Uh, Tommy, take the floor. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll compare it to trading card games because that's what I know the best. 100%. Loot boxes and tr- trading card games both have a ratio of the rarities that you're going to get. They're both there, and to a degree, they're both known. Do I think that there should be more precautions to necessarily know your ratios of like what you're going to get out of them, like if they're good or whatever? Sure, I'm all for that. But in my opinion, it's ultimately buyer beware. If you waste money on loot boxes and get all commons, that's on you. But the same thing could be said of you spend money and get all legendaries. That's still on you. Yeah. You're getting your money's worth because it's a digital content anyway. Okay, back to the Kinder Egg thing, though. No child is buying a Kinder Egg to get some sort of rare toy or sticker. Like, there's that that doesn't exist. Kinder Eggs are a children's, I want to say, toy slash treat. It's shaped like an egg. It says literally Kinder Egg on it. You can get a boy or a girl version of it. And then you, you, you pop it in half. And one half has like delicious chocolate nougat. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. The other uh, half will have some sort of like tiny little toy or stickers or rings or, you know, silly shit like that. So uh-huh. her, her Kinder Egg comment, it, it's not the same thing because Kinder Egg doesn't have like ultra rare toys. They're just yeah. silly little toys in there. So it's the Kinder Egg. It's like, oh, there's a prize inside. Yeah, yeah. So Kinder Eggs, it's, that's not the right. <laughs> you can't really, it, it wasn't a fair comparison. But. I don't think it leads to gambling, like they're saying. I think no, this, not at I all. I think that is the most ridiculous thing to say. Is Kinder Egg is leading to gambling? No, no, it's not. Gambling leads to gambling. Kinder, yeah. like, or not Kinder Egg, but uh, like loot boxes don't lead to gambling. And a lot of these places, like, if your kid gets a, so, if you have a kid and you're allowing them to play video games and you don't have some sort of secondary password set up or a PIN set up for uh online transactions, uh, guess That's what? It's your fault. Exactly. Exactly. That's your fault for putting your credit card information on your child's console. Yep. My kids constantly ask for uh, Robux, Roblox bucks. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. But like my son Caleb's birthday, we gave, we we, we spent $20 Roblox bucks because that's what he wanted. And it was his birthday. It was like a birthday present. But I'm not over here like, here, here's the keys to the fucking castle without restrictions. Here's my credit card. Go ahead. And, and that's how you max out a credit card. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. This, like, Carrie, I, I don't think, like I said, I don't think EA is the one to spearhead this. I think if anybody should be doing it, it's definitely Blizzard. It's the makers of Overwatch because I feel like they've been doing it the longest and the best. And I feel like if anybody is to represent loot boxes, it's them. See, I agree. But I think it. I think Microsoft should also be involved in that, because look at how three four three handled Halo 5's <clears throat> Excuse me, Halo Five's loot boxes and microtransactions. All the loot boxes you could either buy for like a dollar, or earn the exact same thing with like an hour of gameplay. 
Yeah. Like there it was and you had no advantage if you bought the loot boxes because it was cosmetic stuff or warzone stuff. Like there there was no inherent advantage to having it. So and I here's think my, that was a sorry. perfect system. No, you're good. Here's my other thing. So a lot of these companies are now relying on the money from boxes and microtransactions. Now, I know you're thinking, oh, it's EA, oh, it's Blizzard, it's Activision, these big old companies. Well, it is, but guess what? The companies that make those games that utilize loot boxes that are on the smaller end, play, you know, games like Rocket League. And now, granted, don't get me wrong, Rocket League is killing it and is making a lot of money regardless. It's a great game. But there are some Still small studio. Exactly. These studios are getting a piece of this pie, which is allowing them to put more money in production, allowing them to put more money in, in R&D and develop new games, develop new mechanics, work on the games to make them even better. So I get it. Like, oh, this is done because X big giant company is really reaping the benefits from it. But they're, they, they are. They are. But the companies that are also below them are reaping the benefits as well. If EA yeah. is doing really good, guess what? One of your favorite game studios that is under EA has a better chance of thriving and surviving as opposed to if EA is doing bad. Yeah, like so, your sequel just got funded. Exactly. Or that 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 studio is open for another year. Like there are exactly. actual jobs at stake because now loot boxes now, – now that Epic Games showed us that it's a multi-billion dollar industry, loot boxes alone. Not video gaming anymore. Loot boxes. So – now that well, Epic Games and Blizzard have shown us this, a lot of companies are trying to utilize this, which is smart. You're gonna you want to make money. The goal is oh, to make yeah. money. So why not make more money? But it also helps to like tr I hate to use the word trickle down, but in theory, it helps those other smaller studios making more niche genres of games that aren't gonna utilize loot boxes because now these you know places like EA, Blizzard, Activision has a higher uh, threshold for what they can like their budgets higher now for, for the year so that small that smaller double a studio that you love that's making a game has a better chance of surviving as opposed to being let go and being on their own and probably not surviving i agree but everybody wants to shit on them and i don't i like i don't i don't get it the whole loot box thing is insane and people are like this needs regulation this needs that hey congratulations you just opened the door for the government to come in and start regulating the video game industry as a whole not just loot boxes remember the last time this happened it was all over gta there were fucking conferences there were committees it was wild and now you want to bring in the government here this is why we have the esrb this yeah the, the esrb was literally made to prevent that Right, it's to police, the, so the video game industry could police itself, so the government didn't come in and try to fucking like lobby on this shit. We have politicians right now trying to lobby this stuff, and guess what? The only thing that's going to happen is, is they're going to get money from from bigger video game corporations and producers and whatever, and they're going to get money from them, and then they're going to sway it. And now, like the video game industry has to pay off politicians in order to keep their independence. Yeah, and can we remember that uh, video games a few years back were deemed by the Supreme Court that they are protected under the First Amendment as an art. Therefore, the government doesn't really have much to interfere on. Well, here's the other reason why the government w has all incentives to get into the video game industry at the moment. Loot boxes, like I've said, are a multi-billion dollar thing on their own. And guess who wants yeah. to tax that shit even more? I was about to say, tax that ass. That's what they so, want. So, 
I mean, the video game industry is already getting taxed, but now loot boxes, what if they specify them as a different sort of tax bracket, as a different sort of thing? It's kind of like the difference between when you win a jackpot as a casino, the reason why you like the taxes on that, you're going to pay taxes in the year because it's, it's kind of just free money. It's not money that you earn. So the government like still taxes you for that. So yeah. now the government comes in and goes, holy shit, we've been taxing you, yes, but we haven't been taxing you on loot box sales. So now every loot box just went up by five dollars because of a, of, a, of a separate tax that's being put on them because they're cannot counting loot box as part of a corporation thing, or they're they're reevaluating how much money that company is making and putting them in a higher tax bracket. Or not to mention, you know, if loot box sales fall, the price of games may ultimately keep rise. I mean, yeah. Well, I yeah. think I know it's an unpopular opinion. I think the price of games need to go up. Well, statistically, Development's they, they expensive. Sh- yeah, they should have gone up by now if you think about it. I mean, if you look at inflation, the price of video games has been pretty stagnant. Oh yeah, it's been it's been that way since the end of the PS2. Pretty much. Like, yeah. You guys aren't right. You're not wrong. You're ab- you're absolutely not wrong. Like, do we as gamers do we want the the price to go up? No, but I I completely understand why it should go up. Like, loot boxes and stuff like that are a band-aid because no one wants the prices of games to go up, so publishers and developers have to make more money because game development is expensive. So, guess what? They're making more money now, hand over fist, than they would have if they had increased the cost of games to $70. I agree. Yeah. And, and, I mean, just the nature of being able to buy a 2 or $3 item here or there you know it's easy yeah. to see how they're they're gaining that cash so or I, fortnite's case a 20 dollar item here and there yeah but but again yeah. ultimately you know we we have to ask ourselves is it is it like i said is it worth it to you know do i think the price of video games should be higher hell yes um it, i would i be willing to pay more for video games to avoid situations like crunch and stuff that some of these devs are experiencing yes you know uh Ultimately, though, the majority of people probably don't want to pay more. No, that's of just, course not. That's my that's my guess. So I know I'm not. <clears throat> I, I just I no just, one wants to spend more money when they're like, I'm spending this now. Why am I spending more next year? Right. One hundred percent. Because most people don't see it that like that's the way uh, economy works. And that's what happens when the government gets involved in anything. Everything gets more expensive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, tell me mm-hmm. I'm wrong. No, you're 100% right. We'll see. In two to three years' time, we're paying about $100 per game because the government came in and overtaxed. And, uh, you know, we'll have this podcast to, to go through and be like, told you so. Well, and uh, That's when I buy Canadian copies of games. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. But again, <laughs> it, it, you know, in that situation, too, you also face the fact that, you know, if there's less game purchases because the price is risen and now we're also facing the same issue of do these smaller studios make it no they don't so it because it, because it, it literally makes it to a point where only the bigger studios can survive exactly because they or have that b- power. bigger studios that are under the wing of, of big publishers yeah also real fast um it just popped into my head and i thought about it did you guys see <laughs> double fines video about microsoft approaching them no. I did. I did not. I just, wanna, Schaefer? I just want to commend Double Fine on being... I, I want to commend Double Fine and Tim Schaefer for being one of the funniest 
realest people to ever be in the video game industry. <laughs> I'll, I'll sum it up for you real quick, George. He was like, they came to us. They were like, do you want money? He's like, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> that was it. That was it. It was, it was amazing. George, I'll, I'll, I'll send it in the link in, in, the, in, the, in our Discord staff chat. But Official business so meeting good. concluded. It's so good. Do you want okay. money? Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, topic two. Topic two. This Tommy, this is your topic. I'm going to let you fully explain it, but let me give a breakdown. Okay, so, go for it. Bungie announced that they are making changes to, is it Eververse? Yes, Eververse. And Eververse, Bright Ingrams, Dust, or uh, yeah, Dust and Silver um, in regards to their next expansion to make it more, I, I'm saying, I, I the way I read it, it looks like it's going to be easier and less ass backwards to get things uh, with Dust. Yeah, they specifically said that they're making it less pay-to-win. Okay. Which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because it's not pay-to-win anyway because Eververse Gear sucks ass. Well, but... The, <laughs> actually, the thing I... Okay, so I read the IGN article on it. It was IGN or GameStop, but it was like... They weren't, like... It talked about how they, they specifically made the armor that you could buy with, what, dust or yes. silver or whatever. Bad. Like, very lackluster because they don't want people to pay-to-win. But it sounded like they were more concerned with people having to spend real money to get gear than to break that down into dust to buy gear. Yep. Which I'm going to give, but Bungie, I think you're doing a solid on that one. I've been very critical of you and Destiny. I still think you're total shit, but I have to give credit where credit's due. (laughs) So, I mean, well, no, like they literally, the whole thing is that way people aren't having to spend money to get a currency they can earn in game. Yeah. So I got to give them that. I got to give props for props to do. And no matter how much I hate your company and I hate your game, I still got to give you credit for the fact that you are actually looking after your players. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Tommy, um, further explain this though. Break it down for us. Okay, so I'll start with the how the situation is now. Uh, right now, you have the two currencies, the bright dust and the silver. Mm-hmm. Now, silver's not going anywhere. You're still going to have those options, of course. But uh, right now, it's very limited to earn bright dust. I think you can earn upwards of like 200 or so a week through bounties. And just to put that in perspective, a an item on Eververse, you're lucky if it costs less then uh 1500 bright dust mm-hmm. and it resets every week okay so there's that and there's all of the armor and you dismantle it and get bright dust well the changes they're making to it are vanguard crucible gambit bounties will all give you bright dust alongside uh what you currently get from them okay so you have more ways to earn it and all Eververse gear is going to become ornaments for uh, for Christmas, base gear. Christmas trees. Pretty much. So you get, instead of there being like six pieces of Eververse gear that's all a helmet, you have one piece that's a bunch of different cosmetic options because because you had those ornaments unlocked. And I think that's a really good way to go about it. Uh huh. Um, let me see. I have the uh, notes up right now. 
they're it's talking about like they're also changing when you dismantle anything from Eververse, you also now get Bright Dust. That's soon gonna go to legendary shards because of the change for ornaments. Because with ornaments, once they're unlocked, you have them. Like there's no there's no need to reobtain them or ability to reobtain them because they're immediately unlocked and available for the item that it can look like. Uh, I think it's a great change because they said themselves that they want things to be more earnable and you not have to spend money. Uh, which is kind of the complete opposite of what we were just talking about with yeah. the loot boxes. Def like th that's why I got to give them props on this because like they're literally looking after the players so that they don't have to spend as much. This is going to take a yeah. hit. This, they're going to make less money because of this, but they're looking after their the Destiny community that's stuck with them. And, oh yeah, they're hundred percent going to make less money. I like that's... Gotta give them props. I gotta give them, I gotta give them props for that. I can't hate on them for that because they're actually doing a they're doing a really good service towards those people that have stuck with them. Yeah. Uh, what I I think it's perfect. Like they did a uh, TLDR recap, and it says all Eververse armor new and what you've uh, new and what you've already unlocked are going to become universal ornaments. Universal ornaments can be attached to any new legendary armor. So it's kind of like a transmog, almost. Okay. And they're giving bright dust from bounties, not no longer dismantling. And Eververse items will be pulled... Now, this one's huge. I didn't cover this yet. Uh, Eververse items will be able to be pulled from your collection with Glimmer and Legendary Shards instead of Bright Dust. Because right now, say I had a ghost a year ago, and I dismantled it because I... There was an armor that I really wanted, but I needed Bright Dust for. Mm -hmm. And I dismantled it. Uh, if I went to go back to get that, I've got to spend Bright Dust to get that ghost I dismantled again. Which sucks. Uh, in September, when Shadowkeep comes out, they will make that available to buy with Legendary Shards. The standard currency for the game. Now... What's awesome is that's not going to just be for Shadowkeep. That's going to be for the New Light, uh, like the, the free Destiny version, uh, everything. All of Destiny is getting that change. And it's showing that instead of going with that free-to-play model and immediately just like, oh yeah, I'm going to charge, I'm going to like only have these changes for people that bought the game and bank on people that don't and still get this money like most freemium-type games will do. They're yeah. like, no, we just want this whole experience to be for everybody. Like, like, there's been a lot of stuff over this past year that I don't agree with Bungie with, even though I still play the game and love it and support it. But, like, I, I gotta commend them for this. I think it, it's the perfect thing, and it uh, much needed after they separated themselves from Activision, because the whole uh, community has been questioning their, like, well, what are you going to do with Eververse now that you're gone? Are you going to double down on it? Do you care about microtransactions? Is this just an Activision thing? This proves it. Like They're like, we want to care more about the community than we have before. 100%. That's why I got to give them props for it. Like I can't shit on, yeah. shit on them for wanting to, to you know, 
give their community something back. And this actually seems like they're giving them something back because they're giving them a way to earn these things in a more natural way as opposed to having to do this really roundabout, very much like pay-centric way to get those items. Yes. Like, even now, for someone... Like, I don't spend money on Destiny. I've spent maybe $10, and that was to get ornaments for guns that I wanted that were only available through the silver, not bright dust. Mm -hmm. But I'm sitting on, at this very second, let me see, about 4,000 bright dust. I could go in there right now and buy like two items. <clears throat> Damn, that's it? Which is, yeah. That's whack. So any extra way to earn bright dust, I'm all for it. Perfect. Well, Tommy, thank you for breaking that down so, for us. I appreciate yeah, that, man. That's that. No problem. All right. Well, that's all our topics. That's our show today. I know kind of a shorter show than normal, but we didn't have a guest and we kind of wanted to go over those things. And, you know, it is what it is, folks. And I feel like we did some good, solid fucking work here. So let's hop into the outro. That's right. No break this time because Anchor took away our ads like a spoiled trust fund baby being punished by their daddy, the rich, rich daddy. That's right. We've been cut off and we're in the Poconos on our own with no money. How are we getting home? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We got the big borrow and deal. Uh, we're gonna Anchor, have to go. Why don't you love us? By some Jay and Silent Bob strike back rules of the road. I'm gonna have to get some head to truckers to get back <laughs> to New Jersey. So check it out. I love it. If movie. you enjoy the show, please don't forget to check us out at Anchor.fm/dadsbeardsnerds, where you can leave us a message for the podcast that we can air on the podcast. All you gotta do is hit that message button. You record your message just like a voicemail, and we air it on the podcast. Now, like I always say. Don't be a dick because we won't air it. Or maybe we will and we'll laugh at you. Next, if you'd like to support the podcast other than, you know, following us on any of our social medias, listening, you can go to, once again, anchor.fm slash dadspiritsnerds. You can donate to the podcast for 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. You can cancel at any time. It's just another way for you to support us and help us live our dreams. Live these, these lavish lifestyles in a two-bedroom apartment. This this podcasting dream we have, <clears throat> but yeah, that's it. That that's all. Uh, it's it's been a great show, another show with three people. This is awesome. It's almost like it's gonna be a regular thing. Who knows? But until next time, I'm Anthony <laughs> and I'm George, and I'm Tommy, and we'll Have catch you night, everybody. And we'll catch you on the next one. Take care. <laughs> oh no, George, I'm so sorry. Oh, you messed it up. Okay. I was waiting for you to jump in. I was waiting. I hope this stays. <laughs> Same podcast. I was waiting. For, I was waiting for you, gentlemen, because usually you go first. Anyways, I love you guys. Bye. All right. Bye.